Welcome to 502 Entrepreneurs, Louisville's podcast featuring local business owners, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers, all who have a story to tell. I'm your host, Carl Armijo, owner and operator of Carl Armijo Photography. Today's guest is Crystal Delaney, a Louisville-based virtual assistant. It's time to keep it weird with Crystal. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to let you know about a contest we have running the month of February. 502 Entrepreneurs has partnered with Louisville-based e-commerce company Unbound Sounds. Unbound Sounds has offered to donate and give away one free pair of Bluetooth headphones valued at $89.99 to one of our lucky listeners. To enter the contest, please visit 502entrepreneurs.com, subscribe to the email list, and you will be automatically entered. Now back to today's episode. Crystal. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming by. Awesome. Glad to be here. Appreciate you having having you on the podcast here and excited to hear about the things you're doing in the virtual assistant world. Yes. Exciting world. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody who you are and uh, what you currently do, um, both your day job and your side hustle? Well, I am. My name is Crystal Delaney. I own Honeybee Solutions, which is my part-time job. During the day, I'm an expanded duties dental assistant at Southern Indiana Dental Care in Sellersburg, Indiana. And then I, at night, I run my virtual assistant business. Okay. And on weekends. Great. So tell everybody what an expanded duty dental assistant is, in case they don't know. Well, we basically help the dentist and do fillings and temporaries and um, patient care and Things like that. Uh, things like that. Is there a lot of schooling that goes into? There can be a lot of hands-on training. Hands-on training. More than anything. Just like uh, practice. And mm-hmm. You do go to school, I believe, for 14 months now. Okay. Then you can go into a practice and um, start practicing, but um, you really need the hands-on. The school doesn't teach a lot uh, of hands-on. Okay, so they're more of a book learning, educational kind of thing, and then you really have to learn on the job almost. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Every patient's different. Everything's different. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? I've been doing it since 95 on and off. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. quite a while. Yeah. I guess that's, what, 25 years now? Yes. Yep. Got thrown into years. it. <laughs> How long have you been in the Sellersburg practice? 10 years. 10 years. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good long time for one job. Yep. So, I love him. That's great. And then uh, you've got Honeybee Solutions yes. on the side. That's your virtual assistant uh, business. So how did you get involved in that or even decide you wanted to try that? Well, ever since I've been in Louisville, um, everyone that I have worked for, basically, through different businesses, I still work for. And one of them had contacted me and said, you know, if you've got spare time, would you do this on my social media Um, have engagement with the people, kind of keep track of my followers. And I thought, you know, if he wants me to do that, I wonder if there's other people out there that want me to do that. So I started checking and realized that there is a virtual assistant need out there for different aspects. Um, You can specialize in things, do what you love, not do what you don't love. Right. So you have a lot of different options there. Okay. So uh, you do social media things where you'll post content and things like that yes and then you also do engagement yes which for people who don't know what does that aspect involve making comments on posts making sure that the people that follow the profile is contacted so they don't feel like they're out there left alone it's just engagement with 
with different followers that you have either on Facebook or Instagram. I gotcha. Now, the content that you post for the, the different companies who have hired you, do you create the content or is that content filtered to you to post? Some of the companies already have created it. Some of it I have to create. Okay. I've made basis of what their actual feed is going to look like and then put all that together as well as make their graphics and things. Okay. So. Which one do you prefer better, doing? The, oh, I love creating the graphics. Like the creation? Yep, I do. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun to do that graphic design kind of stuff and play around with it and absolutely come up with different things and there's so many tools out there now that there is and help. i geek out on all of yeah. them I, I can it's like a wormhole you just get <laughs> i've gotten lost on canva so many times oh these days. absolutely <laughs> canva's a great tool yeah <laughs> if you haven't tried it you need to because it's a, a great tool yeah i didn't even i honestly i didn't even learn about canva till january of this year really so i've only been using it for about four months but it's almost like you know, I'm on it like four or five days a week now, just putting something together to post somewhere. Oh, and so absolutely. it's coming pretty handy. I know graphic designers probably hate it because it's taken away some of their their business, but at the same time, it's kind of simple stuff. So they might not want to do it anyway. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them like Photoshop more, but. <laughs> yeah, Photoshop and designer and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's all good. So how long have you been a virtual assistant now? I started my business in June of 2019. Okay. So. so a little over six months, seven months now? Yes. Well, that's great. And uh, what's been the biggest challenge so far? Time. Time, <laughs> yeah. I could see that working full-time at, at the dentist office and then... Yes. Yep. I think if my body went to sleep at 9 o'clock, they would think, it would think it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of... What kind of hours or times are you working on your uh, VA stuff? I get home about 7 o'clock, and I'm usually up till about 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And then off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so it's full-time on those days as well. Okay. So you're doing it seven days a week? Seven days a week. Hoping uh, to do it less than seven days. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do more the VA, less of the full-time. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Now is the dentist, so the dentist office is only open four days a week? Yes. Well, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So at least it gives you like a full day to concentrate on your VA stuff, and then you still have the weekend kind of for your family if you, yes. if you weren't so busy, I guess. Yep. Well, a lot of the social media um, engagement as well is done off hours. Yeah. You know, a lot of people aren't on their social media during their nine to five work day. It's, you know, five to nine at night that they're on their social media mm -hmm. browsing and things. So that's when you really need the engagement as yeah. well. Now, do you, uh, you have to, like, respond to, like, all the comments that come in and things like that? Or are you reaching out to profiles who may not be following you? or All of the above. All of it. All of the above. Um, finding people that don't follow um, to get them interested in the content that you're putting out there or your clients putting out there. And also engaging with them. Okay. So. Interesting. Sounds like a the exact part of social media that I hate. <laughs> most people do, and most people don't have the time to do it. Yeah. So they hire a virtual assistant that's, to do it. That's the hard part is the time, you know. Yeah. A lot of us can create the content and get it posted yep. and things like that, but it's finding the people who aren't part of your audience already to engage with them on their profiles. That's yes. That's the hardest. And really, that's probably like 70% of the social media game. Yes, you it know, is. Or more, you know, posting. It is called social media for a reason, yeah, to be social. To be social. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But a lot of business owners don't have the time to do that. Um, 
just like during the day, they don't have the time to straighten out their email. Right. So your email can get bogged down so fast. And oh, yeah. getting them to a zero inbox is sometimes fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, one of the things I'd like to talk about on this podcast is how people go about getting clients and how people are finding you or, you know, what are you doing to find people or things like that? You know, what's been your experience so far as a virtual assistant on how people are finding you or you're finding them? I find them a lot on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook groups is a good place to find clients or to engage with people. You never know what somebody's looking for. Somebody could say, you know, I need this report out and I'm struggling with that. You know, I can help them do that. I can type up their report. They can send me pictures via text messages or anything like that. Um, a lot of people reach out to you. And then there's also word of mouth for, yeah. you know, people who need websites or people that need, like, the social media management or haven't even gotten into it yet. They don't have a, so, a profile set up. They don't have, you know, even in business, when I started in administrative period, I started with the company that handed me a box of receipts and napkins and said, these are the jobs that we've done. Can you collect my money? Oh, wow. Yeah. So in six months, I recovered about a quarter of a million dollars for them that they didn't even know was out there. Wow. And doing that and through the business and everything, there's a lot of different skills that you can put toward a virtual assistant business where yeah. you can help business owners manage their time a little bit better and be able to get back to the important stuff yeah. of their business. What's your favorite part about doing the work, or what kind of work do you enjoy doing the most? My favorite is working with people, just people in general, being able to socialize with them and talk with them. I always have, even in the dental practice, I, I enjoy my patients more than the work right. of being able to talk to them and learn about different aspects of their business. Yeah, absolutely. That's my favorite part about being a headshot photographer, too, is the the face-to-face -face interaction. You know, we're only five feet apart from each other, and, you know, we get to chat and have fun. And, right, and you learn you about know, people. Everybody's about people different. And, yeah. And if you think you've heard it, you will. somebody will surprise <laughs> you. You have not heard it all. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. So uh, do you see uh, an increase these days in people who are hiring virtual assistants? Or because it, it to me it seems like it's becoming very very popular. It is and like it's just like everybody almost everybody is recommending hire a virtual assistant, outsource some of the work that you don't have time to do or you don't want to do. Yes, you know just find one. Right, um, there is a lot out there, and there are a lot of us, but it's not the market's not saturated. Like you're not struggling. Um, if I, there's an aspect of someone's business or something that they need help with that I don't specialize in, there's lots of EAs out there that I can point you to that may specialize in just that. Oh, okay. Um, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to do everything. You really need to niche down and find what aspects that you like the most. So, so where do you recommend people who may be looking for a VA or something like that? Where do they start their search? Just searching the internet. Um, you can go on and hashtag and hashtag virtual assistants. Okay. You can hashtag if you're specifically looking for social media management, hashtag social media management. There's lots of ways, even Googling. Check out their website. Check out the, 
the services they provide and see if that matches with what you're looking for. Yeah. Are there any red flags that you need to look for when you're searching? Um, I don't really know of red flags necessarily as there's a lot of, I've noticed that there's a lot of VAs out there that do want to get into everything right. and are they good at everything? Right. So you kind of, but the good thing about being a VA and even hiring a VA is you are hiring a contracted employee. This is not an employee. Right. You do not pay workman's comp on them. You do not pay the things that you pay with employees in your business. And it's easier to hire and fire somebody over the phone than it is across the desk. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. So if you, they're not doing what you're needing them to do, you can always find somebody else. The only catch in that is usually there's a contract. Oh, is there? Yes. Okay. For work that you want done, whether it be a month or whatever. And that's just to secure you and, and the VA themselves. Right. So. What about uh, like um, NDAs and things like that? Do you find people asking you to sign those? That's included in the contract. That's included in the contract yeah. already? Okay. You don't want to risk your business being out yeah. there. And, and, you know, if I've ended with a client, all of their stuff is deleted as well or given back to them. Oh, okay. So, um, but that is in the That's pretty standard the contract, for yes. most all of them. That's good. That's a good protection for everybody i think to right. have and you want to make sure that your stuff is secure yeah, yeah and there's always stuff like LastPass where you can go in and you put all your passwords in and then the va just signs in and they don't have to have your passwords oh really mm-hmm. well i didn't know about know about that i'll have to look into that yeah that sounds pretty cool yeah so then you're not sharing that kind of stuff but there are some areas where you do and you know it's very simple to either change it or yeah just to secure how does instagram more. i know facebook you can make somebody like an editor on your page mm-hmm. and then they can go post and comment and do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have to do with Instagram? Do you have to actually give them your password so they can log in? With Instagram, I have gotten the passwords um, for people's accounts because it's easier for me to switch back and forth right? Um, to check on different things that way. Okay. Having that. But again, everything is secured. It's kept on a secure database, password protected. Yeah. So that way their stuff is secure. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's important, you know. It and is. I, and I always wonder. With privacy you, issues nowadays. You know, <laughs> if you've never, I've never hired a virtual assistant. And, you know, it's always interesting to me. Well, hi. And, nice to meet you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, those are the things I think people worry about when they think about hiring a virtual assistant. It's like, how does this actually, like, work? Like, what's the process? What do I have to give you, you know, for you to to do this job and you know that kind of stuff so well virtual assistant can do anything anything basically that can be transferred or done online your email your calendar if you keep your calendar on apple or whether you keep it on gmail or you know g suite whatever that can be managed online anything that can be done online taking pictures of something and having it you know if you have handwritten out something you're like i need this look professional and business-like Take a picture of it. Send it to your VA. She yeah. can type it up and actually make it look good. Okay. So, and as well as the graphics. If you have an idea with graphics, I'm looking for this, but I'm not really for sure. She can always tweak something. Yeah. Or he. Right. <laughs> it's a he or she. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I don't. You, maybe you don't do it, but I know some do. They, 
they'll even make cold calls for you or send out uh, oh, absolutely. prospecting emails and messages and stuff like that as well. Absolutely. I've been contacted um, by a friend of mine that he has a band and that's what he wanted me to do was cold calls. Oh, really? Yeah. How, how well are you at booking bands nowadays? Because that's what I used to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I work, used to work in an entertainment agency, so I've done everything that has to do with booking bands and DJs and working with their promo and all that stuff. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So you call up the venue or the promoter or somebody and mm-hmm. say, hey, I've got this band. Yes, or see what their budget is, see what their um, their entertainment is for the next month or two, right. or if they're looking for somebody. When I worked in the entertainment agency, they used to call and say, you know, we have this event. What are your options? And we'd give them a couple options of different bands and price ranges, so then they could go with that. I gotcha. So it's kind of the same thing, even making cold calls for somebody. Right. Well, that's that's interesting because I know most most business people, or especially like entrepreneurs, hate cold calls. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Everybody hate hates cold yeah, calls. Exactly. Nobody wants to get hang up. <laughs> nobody wants to make them, but no. you know, it still seems like to me it's still a valid part of business. It is, and it's not dead yet, even though we have email and text and messenger bots and. Right. You know, whatever else it may be. A lot of things nowadays, though, you can do like um, email promos and things like that. Yeah. If you got the email addresses. Right. Like phone numbers seem like they're way easier to come by. They are. For businesses than an email address to the go- that goes to the right inbox. It depends. If you have a promo out there, you can offer somebody something free for their email address. Yeah. And they give you your email address, and now you've got an email list building that you can send out newsletters to every month or every week or whatever you're and that's where a VA can come into to play is helping you manage that list and send out those promos for you right speaking of um, 502 entrepreneurs the podcast has partnered with unbound sound it's a local e-commerce company Mm -hmm. and uh, they've offered to give away a free set of headphones Oh, cool. uh, Bluetooth headphones to one of our listeners. Oh, awesome. And the way you register is you go to 502entrepreneurs.com and subscribe to our email list, and you'll be automatically registered to win. Um, we're going through the month of February, um, and then we're going to draw a random name. Oh, awesome. And that person's going to get a set of Bluetooth headphones. So that is very cool. Pretty cool of them to, to do that Absolutely. for us. And, you know, we're hoping that uh, somebody... Uh, who needs them gets them <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> so yeah so well uh, what's been the hardest lesson you've learned so far as a virtual assistant has there been any tough ones for you just time time management time. having that has been about the hardest um i want to make sure everybody every client is happy and satisfied with what i'm doing with them and with their work and things so I really put my heart and soul into it every time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Hence having the same employer since I've gotten to Louisville. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you just, uh, sounds like you kind of just fell into the business for lack of better terms because you were contacted by a former employer who was like, hey, help out with this. Yeah. And then from there you were just like, eh, I could keep doing this. And you found I can. I enjoyed more it. More and um, more clients. My husband and I travel. We like we have a camper. We like taking the dogs out camping and 
you know, hanging in that. And a VA business is perfect for that. You yeah. don't have to be strapped to a desk. You can yeah. do that. As long as you have a Wi-Fi connection, you can connect with your clients. Yeah, it's so, portable. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Um, you know, maybe somebody out there is wanting to become a VA or something like that. What advice would you give somebody who says, maybe I can do that. You know, I've got some spare time in nights and weekends. I just don't know where to get started. Um, you know, do you have any advice for, for somebody like that? YouTube videos. YouTube videos. There are tons of uh, videos out there. Anything that you could possibly want to do, um, you can learn to do. And even business owners, I mean, if there was something that you wanted to do, you can go and learn it, but do you have the time to learn it? Right. So you just got to find what you like. If you like typing all day long or if you're secluded and you don't want to really talk to people and you want to be online, that's something great for a virtual assistant. Sure. I'm more into a personal assistant because I like to deal with people. Right. I don't want to be behind a desk all day. I want to be out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But always YouTube, always Facebook. There's tons of Facebook groups out there to help you. I started in the Free Mama movement um, was one of them that I went to. Virtual Savvy is another one. They have great resources out there to help you learn um, how to run your business, how to start it, the tools that you may need to learn for business. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like anything else. There's tons of people out there who have done it or are currently doing it, and they're willing to teach you. Yeah. You just got to find the right one and take right. the time to. Even getting in a, in a Facebook group and saying, you know, I have a client that needs this. How would you all approach it? There's tons of virtual assistants out there that are more than willing to help you. It's not, it's not well, you have this business. We don't want to help you. Right. It's, it's really a friendly, friendly group. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. And we spread it around. If, like I said, if there's something that I specialize in that somebody else doesn't, um, they may turn their client to me or vice versa. Yeah. So. Yeah. That makes sense, too. That way the client's getting the best. That's what you want. The best that they can. You right. Know. For the money they're spending and feel like they're they're actually getting benefit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of budgets can people expect to spend for for something like that? You don't have to give, like, your rates right now, but you can give us, like, a range, <laughs> you know, to so someone knows kind of what to expect well rates can range anywhere if you're looking for a logo somebody may charge you sixty dollars for your logo it just really all varies on what you're looking for social media you need to figure that you're going to be spending about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month depending on how many posts and things that you're wanting if you're wanting engagement um, if you're wanting more serious packages of administrative i mean you can go up to five thousand dollars a month it's really all based on what the client needs and that's throughout the board of virtual assistants. Yeah. Do you do you find now you're obviously a domestic virtual assistant? <laughs> do you find that uh, a lot of people are trying out the the foreign virtual assistants and finding out that it's not working out for them? Yes. And then they're coming yes. coming to you you and saying, "Hey, I tried this; it didn't work. Yes. Can you help me?" Absolutely. Um, they will try to outsource because you'll always get cheaper prices. Yeah. I mean. I know that a lot, even in India, you know, two to five dollars an hour. Yeah, sure. Right. But again, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Yep. Yeah. And that's in every business. It is. <laughs> it is across the board in business. <laughs> it usually is. Yeah. 
So, so what I guess like I was gonna ask you what areas you specialize in, but it sounds like social media, social media engagement, and uh, email management, calendar management, any administrative tasks. Okay. Do you do like spreadsheets and uh-huh. all that stuff? Spreadsheets, PowerPoints, documents, all that fun stuff. All oh, that fun stuff. Yep. I even video log. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Into video logging now for a um, the Direction TV. They have a fishing show, and I video log for their fishing show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I that's one of the profiles you sent me yeah. earlier, and I checked out their Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Very cool. So I ask this to a few of my guests from time to time, but, you know, what profession other than the two that you're in now would you do if you weren't involved in those two? Oh. Assuming you didn't have to learn it, you know, you could just go do it. Definitely something in the entertainment. Something Something dealing with musicians, something dealing with um, production of that. I've always loved that. My husband is a musician. I guess I've kind of grown up in that. If you, I've wound cords, I've lugged equipment, I've run soundboards, okay. run lighting rigs. So. so anything in the entertainment part, I love. Again, it's just being with people. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that sounds like a, like a pretty good time. Yeah. And I guess maybe in the entertainment, uh, and then now you're a virtual assistant, you're kind of used to the late nights. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've so been doing that for quite some time now. The clock doesn't have to change a lot for that. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> so, um, is there anything specific that, uh, like, you're currently learning about or has your interest peaked super interesting, you know, now that you're may not be virtual assistant or dental related, but just has you super interested? I am super interested in the social media aspect, Okay, truly. Um, I love that part. I really do the posting and the engagement and things. Yeah. I, I have. Um, but that's that's been the most interesting and what I've learned about the most. I had no idea how many different aspects there were out there and different tricks and yeah. secrets. and yeah. <laughs> so If you had to give one trick or secret away to everybody who's listening, what would it be? My biggest one that I have learned recently was on Gmail, um, being able to track who's sharing your email when you oh, give okay. out an email address to somebody. For instance, my name on Gmail is um, crystal at honeybee-solutions.com. But if I was to put under the C-H-R-Y-S a dot in between there, whenever I gave it to somebody and then I get an email, like a junk email back, and I see that dot in there, I know that that person I gave my email address to has um, shared my email. They sold it or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can kind of track that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. Um, adding different capital letters or dots or dashes or anything doesn't affect your email address on Gmail, but it does give you a tracking system. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to, have to learn that trick. Yeah, <laughs> start putting some dots and dashes in there and see Although, who's selling. yeah. <laughs> I fully expect nowadays, though, like anytime I give my email address to anybody, yeah. that at some point they're going to sell it. Oh, you're going to get spam. Yeah, or something. <laughs> For so sure. It's kind of one sure. of those things. I think that's why a lot of people have multiple email addresses because they can. Yeah, you have your business, you have your personal, yeah. you have your bills. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And all of them are at 24000 <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With no that's folders and no. <laughs> that's how my Gmail box looks. Oh, yeah. 
Yep. It's all spam. Uh-huh. Like, I, I see all the emails that I need to see. Mm-hmm. But all the other ones that just come in, I just leave them there. I don't, like, delete them every day or anything. And now I've got a lot of like people 9,000 unread emails in my box. Yeah. That's where I came sh- into play. I'm not sure how to get rid of them without uh, keeping them, you know, getting rid of the ones I want to keep. Right, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the tricky part. You know, you can't just go delete them all. No. So, uh, so uh, you live in Louisville. You work in Indiana. Mm-hmm. What's a... Uh, favorite part of Louisville or your favorite place to go or hang out or oh there's there's so many different locations um Louisville has so much to offer as far as entertainment and dining and everything it does yeah um Bardstown Road is awesome I live off Frankfurt Avenue and we have Fat Fridays third Friday of every month I believe but you can walk the stores and everything it's eclectic and you know you get different branches of people and everybody's nice yeah I mean, I'm I'm from a small town. That's where I grew up. But so being in the city and being able to still drive to the country, it's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I've, I've been, loved living in Louisville since yeah. I've been here. How long have you been here? Since 2000. Okay, 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. I've been here almost four. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a great city, you know, great people. Like you said, the dining options are are amazing crazy and <laughs> yeah and it's usually the hole in the walls that you wouldn't even think yeah they're the best <laughs> they are the best and then then they get popular and then you get sad oh yeah exactly <laughs> then the weight weight line is out the door and you're like really <laughs> yeah exactly no i so, found it first <laughs> yeah. so where's your favorite place to eat oh well, I'm a Texas Roadhouse girl, so yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> as far as favorite place, but um, Bourbon Bistro on Frankfurt Avenue is oh, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you've got Veronese down there and gives you some different options. Oh, yeah. There's plenty on Frankfurt Avenue. Oh, yeah. Yep. What's that taco place that's on Frankfurt Avenue? I can't remember what it's called. Oh. El Mocha Teco or something like that? Well, there's Aztecas. No, that's not that No, it's El Mundo. That, that yes. might be it. Yeah, yes. That place is good. Oh, that place always has a line, and it is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, we don't make it down to Frankfurt Avenue a ton, mm-hmm. uh, but we do spend more time on in the Bardstown Road area and and things like that. And then I'm a I'm a, a fan of the soccer team here in the in town. Oh yeah, so yeah, you Louisville the, City. So yeah. we we spent some time around you know Louisville Slugger Stadium and stuff like that. Absolutely, they've and, almost got it up and ready. And then the new stadium's almost ready. It's yeah. opening in April, so drive by it every day. Yeah, their big screen out there now. They're it's pretty impressive. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll blind pretty, you at night. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty bright. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, is there anything else that you want people to know about being a virtual assistant or hiring one? Um, well, I mean, you can contact me at honeybee.solutions on Instagram. And www.honeybee-solutions.com. As far as hiring a virtual assistant, just make sure you check, um, not just references, but to make sure that it's a fit. It has to be a personality fit per business. Um, make sure that that's something that, that you're looking for and, and know what you're, what you're getting as far as make sure you're asking your virtual assistant what you want. Yeah. That they know. So they're not in the dark. You can't be vague about it. You need to be real specific. and Absolutely. That way they're performing with what you're wanting as well. I assume the good ones too will yes. know what questions and a lot to of ask them, if you don't. 
Sam. a lot of us will anticipate what you want to. Yeah. Like you may not be looking for this, but I could do this for you. And you didn't even know that that was out there to do. Right. So that can be a good aspect, exactly. especially for business. Very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, how'd you come up with the name Honeybee? It's kind of like a play on words. Honeybee, my solution. Uh, Minus the my. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's where the honeybee came that from. That makes sense. Plus, my dad used to have bees. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Little kick to my dad. There you go. I'm actually uh, a member of the Kentucky and a Beekeeping Association. Here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, do you do the whole garb and everything when you go out there? I don't have bees yet, so it's like... Have you visited? Like uh, the bee? I've, I've gone to the meetings, but I've never been, like, at a hive. Yeah. So I've always been interested in keeping bees, but I haven't found the right opportunity to to jump into it yet <laughs> from time and yep. you know a lot aspect. of people go out with like the big helmets and yeah. the covers and everything my dad would just go out there with this t-shirt <laughs> i mean i grew up with that he's like they're not scared of you they don't want to die yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> well very good well i appreciate you coming by well thank you so much I, for having I me i enjoyed it crystal and i enjoyed uh learning about virtual assistants you know it gets my brain going because there's a lot of things i don't want to do and yep. <laughs> don't like to and that's do. like that out with everybody there's yeah. something out there that you don't want to do in your business <laughs> that's exactly right so all right well i appreciate it thank you all so right. much thanks for listening to 502 entrepreneurs you can find our site online at www.502entrepreneurs.com to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast thanks again